I tell them welcome to the gray area And stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate Every other Thursday, politics to the chips Get up on this wave <laughs> Now tell me what's to talk about Cause we the only thing to talk about How you keep reality in check Just keep it real rap and don't gossip with the facts, yeah Yes sir, this is the gray area And I am your host, Ray Jarvis Showtime! For chapter 17 of the gray area, I thought it was time to have the league office circle back and discuss all things NBA as the midseason point approaches, unofficial of course. And if you're wondering who the league office is, by now you should know it's yours truly and the voice of above the rim himself, Justin Lee, aka Just Blaze. Welcome back to the gray area. Your boy is in the building. Yes, sir. Appreciate the invite, my brother, once again. We are tonight's entertainment. That we are. Yes, Justin sir. Lee, voice of Above the Rim. Yeah, man. What's going on with you, man? Yo, man, I'm chilling. Everything is going good. The show's doing well. Mm-hmm. Uh, listening to the gray area every other week. Dope show. You know how we do, man. It's always magic when we get on the mic. Facts. Absolutely. That is a fact. We try to attack, make things happen, show these other podcasts how to do it. It's this the league office. You already know. It's the Facts. <laughs> it's the league office. Nah, not for nothing. I thought about that. I'm like, yo, bro, like we we know what we're talking about. You know oh. what I mean? I, I, you gotta put some respect on that by now. Yo, you know what I mean? Seriously, man. No offense to anybody else that talks <laughs> NBA, but you don't do it better than we do it. Facts. <laughs> Time to clock in, bro. You already know. Unofficial midpoint of this season, just yeah, all-star break. We've seen a lot of things happening. Uh what are your keynote takeaways thus far? Man, there's a lot, man. The NBA's, I'm not going to lie, this season has been very spicy this year. Oh, 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 oh fact. Very spicy this year. I mean, I have to start with my first takeaway. What's that? I got to say I was right mm-hmm. with my boys, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, mm-hmm. CP3, mm-hmm. James Harden, mm-hmm. and the Houston Rockets. Facts. All of the naysayers, yeah. the doubters, the yeah. haters... There's only one ball. It's not going <laughs> to work. Two point guards, two Hall of Fame point guards on the same team. There's not enough shots. How can this work? Yo, I remember when the trade happened, we was texting, and I was like, yo, bro, we, we got to talk about this. And I felt like anybody who questions Chris Paul and James Harden coming together are bugging. They're bugging. The intellect. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I don't understand how you could look at those two and the way they approach the game and feel that someone would be more selfish than the other. Yes. Don't get me wrong. I like to needle Chris Paul pause because it's funny. I like to piss you off from yeah. time to time. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the guy knows how to approach the game. Yeah. He's one of the greatest point guards of all time. Mm-hmm. Why in God's name would anyone think that the greatest, one of the greatest point guards of all time would mess things up with a scorer next to him? A scorer he's never had in his he's life. Never not in high had school, a score of that not caliber, in college, ever. not in the pros. Ever. How would he mess that up in a system that's based for point guards distributing? When you can stagger minutes and have shooters everywhere, it was bound to work. It was bound to work. And what made it work, more importantly, is that they got the requisite pieces around Absolutely. It. The P.J. Tuckers. Absolutely. The Prince. Luke Mbop Mutane. <laughs> People are hate- on, sleeping on my man, the Prince. We still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> The Trevor Rees around him. Clint yep. Capella's emergence this yep. year. Remember early in the year, I called him DJ Light. Yeah, early this year. Did, t- tell me I wasn't right you on that. You know what? You know what, Just He's been so good Yo. <laughs> that DJ's trying to get out of L.A. Out of L.A. <laughs> he wants that He's spot. He's looking at Capella like, that was me. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. You know what? Trade deadline not too long past. Yeah. 
buyout market was kind of flourishing, kind of not. More than, less than what we thought it would have been. Yeah. But Joe Johnson found his way to Houston. Yes. Joe How, Jesus. What do you think about that? Will he stifle a movement? You think, or will he find no. a way to blend in? I think this okay? is a big time pickup job. Let me tell you why. Okay. Because in the playoffs, at times, you know who Joe Johnson, Joe Jesus matches up well with in the playoffs? Who's that? Draymond Green. Ooh. When the Utah that Jazz. Play, exactly. <laughs> the Utah Jazz played the Warriors in that playoff season. He was giving Draymond buckets. True. And he caused Draymond to be out, come out of the rim. And Joe, and Joe Jesus can can get you, uh, can penetrate off the oh, dribble. Yeah. He's he another get you offensive a threat. And he hits top, big and, shots. And here's, and here's another thing. We, we saw at the end of the postseason for Houston last year how tired James Harden got. Yes. Now you have another guy who can create his own shot. And you can properly stagger minutes for your superstars. Now exactly. you don't have to worry about rushing and back in if Joe Johnson has it going. So I like this pickup for them, you know? Yeah. The, these are the little moves along the way that, that make Houston more and more of a threat. And I think people really need to start looking at them. I know you've been saying see you in June. <laughs> see, I've been saying that since. You know what? <laughs> Training camp, That's see you in June. I, I scoffed at it. But realistically speaking, if you're a ball fan and you know this game, Houston is not to be taken lightly. Yeah. Especially now. Deep. Yeah. And your man, this, this guy, Coach Pringles, Dan Tony, he's starting to realize <laughs> that you cannot play seven or eight guys yes. and win games. I know you, you were have a big to, fan. Yo, I didn't like that because I always I felt that the reason why they didn't get to the conference finals last year is because I believe I forgot was it Nene who went down? Yeah. And they didn't bring in Harold at all. Yeah. They just yep. he went seven deep. I'm he like, there's no way you're gonna be dispersed no, with seven guys. No way you could be dispersed like that. So if he continues to do this. Conference finals, and we gonna we gonna be arguing about the Warriors. Also, what's up? Not to cut you off, uh, Brandon Wright is also an underrated pickup. I mean, he's he's not the greatest, but Brandon Wright. Brandon Wright went to Houston. Yeah, I missed that. Brandon Wright from the Grizzlies okay. went to Houston. He's another, basically a Clint Capella light. Is basically Long, athletic and run exactly. The floor so and if finish. Nene does go down, which he might, because he always tends yeah. to go down every postseason, you got insurance for that. Oh, indeed. And emergency Gerald Green. Shout so. out! Shout out! Stop sleeping on them Facts. Rockets. Houston Rockets fans. See y'all in June. It's, it's possible. The way, See y'all in the, June. The way that uh, you're looking at the Golden State Warriors and the way they're kind of like sleepwalking through the season. Granted, 44 and 13, some will say sleepwalking, but come on. we've They've been averaging like 70 wins a season the yeah, last three years. Exactly. So they'll only be at 44, 13 losses. It's, you you got to look at them and wonder if they're tired. Yeah. Three straight finals. And they're not hungry play-off. this year. They, they look very, their belly is very full right now. Yeah, there's blood um, in the water. For me, the biggest takeaway... I would say is the fact that, and this is a random situation, but I've been seeing is less about on the court and more about fandom and how people are ingesting the game. They really, people are still taking LaVar Ball seriously, bro. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. We didn't that's, figure this out yet. Nobody's in on the joke except for a few of us. That's ball control. It's not real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on. It's not like, how can we really take this dude seriously? Just yesterday, he said what he said about Lonzo Ball, it, it, he'll leave and go wherever his brothers are. Uh, Don't y'all notice anytime it's quiet for LeVar Ball, yep. he says something? Nobody's caught on to that yet, Josh? But where did he say this? In Lithuania? Probably. He's in Europe somewhere right now. Who's reporting this I stuff? <laughs> I la- I laughed at this. I thought, you know, it's a, it's comedy. I, la- I laughed. Why do people take this man serious? First of all, Jello is garbage. He's, he's Jello not- was a middle son, right? He's 
basura. <laughs> he's, he's trash. He is trash. So. He, he has no athleticism. He can barely shoot, and he's undersized for whatever position he's trying to play. Yeah. He's not good enough to be any kind of caliber guard. I don't think he was going to be good at UCLA. Yeah. You know he, what I'm saying? He's struggling. He's Melo struggling. looks like he has some ability, but I don't. He, his shot form look for his shot form look jankier than Lonzo form. Honestly, my man, he played like he in a ruck or think he in a ruck. I should say or think he in Westfall because I don't think he can handle himself out there. Yo, it's like my player basketball. Yo. My player basketball. Nah, but for real. No like, fundamentals. None. But in all seriousness, the biggest takeaway for me, in all seriousness, I had to get the Laval Ball take out mm. there, is the intensity around the league. Mm. You know, usually in the past, we'll see teams cruise through the season. Yeah. I thought it would be more cruising being that the league started earlier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking, all right, guys are getting more rest. You know, they're going to chill. They're going to be less days off. Dudes have been, like, feisty since the beginning of the season. Tensions. Text everywhere. Scuffles. Homie backs, as you call them, homie everywhere. Homie backs. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. What's happening around the league that guys are this feisty now? Like, are they getting tired of being called soft? Is it Golden State beating everybody? Guys really want to beat them? I don't I don't know what to make of this, man. Yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I always said tensions are high this yeah. year in the NBA for some reason. You've been reason. saying that consistently. Yeah, you know tensions what I mean? since my opening week views episode, man. Tensions I are thought high. it was like, all right, man, this but is a you know? I think it's I think it's because guys are getting a little bit more chippy mm. because they're tired of the Golden State love. Mm. That's what I think it is. And teams are starting to see, especially this year, blood in the water. And teams got a little bit more confidence than they usually have, if you true, notice. True, true. There's a lot of cats having a lot of confidence. Patrick Beverly been talking like he all NBA player. You got <laughs> Austin Rivers on the sidelines. Austin, yo. With a boot on. I've been meaning that. I don't think you really spoke about that. <laughs> What's really. All right. You're, you're a Clipper fan. Yeah. So you follow the team closer than I, I, I'll ever win. Former. Former Clipper fan? No, I'm still a Clipper fan. Love, little, little, I, love, I still got you some still love. You still keep an eye on them. No, I do. I do. I, but prior to. I still got a season with The them. point guard. Low key. Yeah. <laughs> what exactly is it about Austin Rivers that rubs people the wrong way? What does he do to people that nobody seems to like this guy? It's just arrogance, really. Mm. I mean, but see, the problem is that people think that he's fully garbage. And he's not really garbage. Austin Rivers does have some game. He averages, what, about 14 a game, I believe, this year. He can score. He has a nice little handle, nice little shimmy, nice step back, three-pointer, nice step back, jump shot. He goes to the lane with some confidence. He's a little erratic at times, yeah. I'll say that. He's very, he falls on the ground a lot. But I think it's that he does talk a little bit of trash. And then there's also that same stigma that he has, like what, how other players look at Steph Curry. Right. Because he had a father in the NBA and because he came from, I don't know if it's quote-unquote money, I True. guess. But I don't feel like he worked as hard. He didn't have to work as hard. He went to Duke. He had a lot of pub going to yeah. Duke. It's almost like... High school, too, he had a lot of pub. True, indeed. Yeah. He's like Bizarro Lonzo. Like, yeah. Austin is everything people thought Lonzo would be coming in behind LeVar. You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yep. But it's like, I think that he can play. He can I, play. I never th- looked at him as being trash. He's not a bum. But I feel like it's not even... Everything you said is absolutely correct. And then that contract he got. It's like, what yeah. did he do to deserve this? I think that's where your man was like, enough is enough. I'm out of here. I'm yeah. leaving. Yeah. This dude's getting what? And we can't bring who? Didn't he, didn't he block a trade for a small forward last season that could have helped you guys the out? The mellow trade. The mellow trade. That was the knife in the back to CP3 was that mellow trade when he didn't pull a trigger. Because they had the deal on the table. They were going to take Austin Rivers, Crawford, and a pick. They were going to take it. That's the best deal the Knicks could have gotten. They were going to build around, have have Austin Rivers as a nice piece. Doc Rivers said no. Come on, son. That's all I got for you. CP3 had to go. CP flee. (laughs) (laughs) It's the biggest surprise. For me, in terms of the transaction, I did not see this coming. 
Blake Griffin going to Detroit. Yeah, I know you covered time. it on Above the Rim. Yeah. For the people who don't follow Above the Rim, they listen to the gray area. You were close to the situation. We stayed with the Clippers. Yeah. Did you, did that take you by surprise? Yo, or? man, it took me by real surprise. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Because that did come out of left field. I always thought DJ was the one to right. get traded. Everybody thought DJ was either going to the Cavs or the Bucks or maybe the Wizards outside chance. When they traded for Blake... And to Detroit of all places. I had uh, my last episode of the one before. Mm-hmm. No loyalty. None. No loyalty None. in the NBA. I mean, it's been dead, but it's been solidified. You get more paper and it's less loyal. Oh, yeah. big surprise, right? Because <laughs> what, the messed up thing about it, I was talking about it on the show too, is that um, the Clippers, what they did, it was kind of messed up what they did because they tapped into Blake's emotions right. to sign him. They had a whole big um, parade, not a parade, but they had a whole big introduction yeah. and they went inside the stadium. Chris they, Paul's gone. You're the guy. Yeah, they fake know? um, they fake Rose's jersey to the rafters. Talked about you're going to be a Clipper for life. Traded him the following season. And traded him within four months, five That's months. crazy. After signing. And he canceled all of his free agent meetings. For them, then they sent him to Detroit. Then so he didn't even get Detroit. a chance to choose a city. He Not even in. a team that he was gonna take a meeting with. Right. So it wasn't teams his well, choice. What I, I want to know is how. What happened so suddenly? He he gets hurt early again. Gets yeah. hurt. Comes back. Gets traded. Like it, did something happen with him and Barman? Did you hear anything through the great plan? Like, I mean, what I was hearing is that that. They were so upset that Chris Paul did want to leave because they wanted to save face and act like right. they they didn't want Chris Paul to stay. But Chris Paul was out. He was Once, gone. He was gone already. James Harden already recruited, recruited him during the season. For him to give up bread in order to leave, that's Gave up that extra year. $200 million exactly. that he may never get. Exactly. Because he didn't feel like they were going to get better. They were going to go and re-sign Blake again. It would have right. been the same three, same the same thing. trio. Purgatory, repeating itself. Then you got to deal with him being hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So then... After Chris Paul left, they basically had to save face is what I feel like mm-hmm. for the franchise. Wanted to sign Blake because they had nothing else to do. True. They messed up giving Gallo that money. <laughs> that was a that was very <laughs> on, that was stupid. <laughs> and then uh Jerry West came in, mm-hmm. the ghost that I is mean, Jerry West. Get, the get these dudes out of here. And said, Listen, we're not gonna win with Blake as our star. True. You gotta make those big boy decisions. And Detroit was hungry. Shout out to Detroit and Stan yeah. Van Gundy for Swooped making in. a win now move because I think it's big for Detroit. Oh, yeah. And I think they're going to make some noise in the East this year. And shout out to them for going after Blake and what they, I seen they press the reset button. With Detroit and that whole pickup, it, it, they, they, it seems like it's invigorated them. Like the intensity level is picked up, the yeah. quality of basketball is picked up, and being in the Eastern Conference, it doesn't take much to, to be in that top six it range. Doesn't. And to me, Drummond and Blake look like they're already feeding off each other really well. Ironically speaking, it looks like they need a point guard. Because oh, yeah. I don't think Re- Reggie, whatever his last Reggie name Jackson. is, Reggie Jackson, <laughs> the only Reggie Jackson I acknowledge is the baseball player. Word. <laughs> Word. I feel as though they need a point guard. It's almost like they had the same issues that the Clippers had prior to yeah. many moons ago yep. is in Detroit for us to really take them seriously. But I like the pickup, Stan Van. Because really, isn't he like? I think he runs basketball and he's yeah. a coach. Yeah, he's a so president. So he needed to make a, a move like this to kind of solidify his position. Before yep. he, it's like, yo, it's really crazy. Like Blake went from one situation to another situation, and it's the same thing. Same Good job. Thing. Um, for me, on the disappointment side, and I throw it over to you. Not necessarily Giannis, but I expected more from the Bucks. That's my disappointment, Justin. Oh, my What's God. Up? 100% agree. Okay. That was my disappointment, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on, brother. You know what I mean? I just feel as though the handling of the J-Kid situation. We know J-Kid is hard-headed. But you know he kind of, like, backdoored his way out of Brooklyn. Yeah. And he went to Milwaukee. And whatever he was doing with the front office kind of feels, you know, and I don't really care about Mark Jackson, but it feels kind of like Mark Jackson is the way they, like, pushed him out the door. 
But it's just like if the players are playing for him, everything is working on the court to a degree. Yeah. You can't put the personal aside and let this man coach this team. The Bucks haven't been valid since your guy Ray Allen was there. Yeah, that was the last time. They are a must-see attraction thanks to Giannis and thanks to the brand of basketball they were playing. They were getting Jabari Parker back. You yeah. know, why would you let this coach go now? You know what I'm saying? Like what 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 could you possibly what is what was he doing? Like let keep it together, make a push. You have a superstar who could decide things in the playoffs. Yes. Why would you make that move? I feel like that could, you know, derail a whole season. Yeah. And it seems as though they're kind of regular to me right now. Jared's gonna get his numbers. I had high he, hopes. He's getting his numbers. But I'm looking at the team, I'm like, this team doesn't scare me. You know what I'm saying? They could get plucked in the first round right now, if yeah, you ask me. They definitely could. And and I had them making the Easter Conference Finals. Absolutely. That was my preseason pick, them against the Cavs. But the key point that you forgot about with with all that J Kid firing and stuff, what they messed up on is that he didn't even have a healthy roster. Jabari didn't even play yet. Didn't even play yet, and you let the man go. Didn't even give him a chance yet. And I honestly blame the front office because they still didn't make a move at this deadline. They which did nothing. They, sh- they did nothing at the deadline. That's not gonna cut it. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot who else they. I forgot who else they signed. And did, if you notice that they they were they are the ones who cut Gerald Green. Early in the season, they had Joe Green on their roster. They had him for a ten day, and they cut him. Then the Houston Rockets what picked him up. What logical reason the front office would have to throw that kind of guy away? And that's what they need—a wing scorer. They need Tony, an athlete. When this Tony guy Giannis Snell running the break, could yo, fill the lane. Could Tony finish. Snell yo, is starting. Tony Snell could go sit down forever and ever. Tony you know Snell. Who? Nightcrawler. Tony Snell is starting. They didn't even get a quality set. They should have gotten DeAndre Jordan. They Absolutely. Should, I, I would have threw Brogdon, a pick, anyone but Jabari. Give them Middleton because he hasn't done anything since he got paid, if you ask me. This year, he's having a decent year, yeah. but he's not moving the needle. No. I, I, would, I would give him Middleton if I could get the, a quality set out of that. The contract he signed that they brought him back to, you know, you got to move that needle a little bit. He, you can replace Middleton. You could have replaced him with like an Avery Bradley. Avery True. Bradley and Bet- Bledsoe on the back row, that's a nice... Ferocious defender backcourt. Develop Jabari still. How can you have a Middleton and a Jabari Parker? Like you exactly. got to make a choice at some point. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I just I'm feel disappointed. Like, yes, that's that's basically what it is. I'm disappointed. Man. Another surprise. A team that we both have been out on, the Toronto Raptors. Huh. Real. We gonna move on quickly. But a surprise to me. Real or not for you right now? Hell no. Still fake. They been fake. They always do. <laughs> Damn. Fugazi. I was hoping that you was going to come around the corner, bro. <laughs> I was hoping Justin Lee was going to say, you know, the Der- Rosa got a jump shot oh, and it's man. looking good. You know what I'm saying? Damn, is TikToking right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I appreciate you, bro, because everybody's drinking that Kool-Aid. Oh, I've been at work talking to some of the adults and they, yo, the Rosa and them, they looking good. And I'm Sugar like, free. they get beat in the Sugar free. Round. Listen, we all know DeRozan and fat Chubby Lowry. Chubbs. Mr. Chubbs. We all know they scared of LeBron James mm-hmm. in the playoffs. We yeah. all know this. Remember last year, DeRozan basically quit in a press conference like after the game and said, how how would you beat LeBron James? How do you expect me? I, we, I would lose too if you're playing against LeBron James. Something so like that, he said. what are coming to the court for? Admitting defeat. Yeah, and a couple years ago that you've never forgiven him for, your man said he had to decompress. Oh, you know I was going there. Mr. Decompress. Mr. Kyle Lowry. Come on, son. Mr. Decompressed in the playoffs. Listen, I have zero faith. You know what? They didn't get better. The only thing I could say they play about harder. Yeah, but give them that. The only thing I could say about them is that they, they'll be maybe a slightly tougher second round exit. Yeah. <laughs> As of right now. Yeah. 
I give them that. They'll play hard. Yeah. They'll they'll go make you go six. And the coaches are moron. No offense. I, you gotta love the black coaches. Yeah. yeah. He's a moron. Yeah, um, who's their coach? Dwayne Casey, right? Exactly. Yeah. What about Fizz, bro? I forgot to ask you about that. They threw him away. I don't think he pre like for Marc Gasol. Who's Marc Gasol? For for Marc Gasol. <laughs> You're doing one of the, laugh the that, best upcoming coaches for Mark Gasol, <laughs> who's never going to bring you anything to Memphis. Mark Gasol. That makes no sense. And h- right. how did they get better? They didn't. They're a lottery team now. They're how a about lottery that? team. To me, Mark Gasol was validated by Zebo. No more Zebo. You throw Fizdale away? Exactly. Really? And um, low key, though, if the Raptors stay with that one seed and they play either Detroit or Milwaukee in the first round, it's gonna be a fight. I got my money on Detroit or Milwaukee yeah, to beat the you Raptors. Don't got any respect? For Have Raptors. no respect. I like DeRozan though. No one else. Hey man, I don't know. Detroit with Blake and Drummond might beat them up in their pain and make them quit. I'm telling you, I'll put my money on Detroit yeah. and I'll put my money on Milwaukee, especially if Jabari gets back to where he's supposed to be. We'll see. I believe he's an offensive weapon. He could be the guy that the Greek freak gets you 20. Easily. Easy. I'm not even a dude guy, but I remember watching Jabari play in college. I'm like, I want the, I'm going for the Lakers. You know? That was baby mellow. Yes. The game is reminiscent of. Yep. A little, little bit of big dog in there too, ironically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But to the trade deadline, you know, everybody's talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. We won't spend too much time on them because it's been done to death. But... I got to commend Kobe Altman for what he did. Because I, I, I'm not going to lie. I've never seen a team blow half the roster up and still have championship Wholesale. aspirations. And get better. Costco. Usually when you blow it up, the season's over, you're tanking. Yep. You know, my, my conspiracy theory, and I've been saving this. I ain't even put it in the thread. My conspiracy theory is as much as they like publicize the Dan Gilbert and LeBron James relationship, I, after the trading deadline, I believe that they're in cahoots. Or mm. at least on the same page. You know, all his reports that came out about them. LeBron and Gilbert, over, you Yes. Mean? Okay. I believe that him and Dale Gilbert are in cahoots, and they have they have a speaking relationship. They're not bad. They're not going to dab each other up. But there's, I need this. Can you get me that? And they work together. Am I out the window with that, Just? Nah. I, I believe so. I believe you're definitely on to something. I do. Because some type of moves is not, they always, they, they make moves for the future. I'm like, they gave this man exactly what he needed. Added yeah. $50 million of contract to the table. They threw away everybody who did not work. And you're telling me that these guys are not on the same page listen but I don't know why Gilbert is, Gilbert is trying to front like he has the power because he doesn't have the power I think I still think he's at LeBron's mercy oh you know why Just oh yes rich white dude <laughs> oh, of course <laughs> we know that <laughs> come on now he's at LBJ's mercy right LeBron now. James in his posse can't have the power shout yeah. out to Phil Jackson <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly you know what I'm saying but I believe that there's an understanding yeah I don't think that that bridge will ever be rebuilt but there's a business understanding. You bring me money. Yeah. Gilbert, the I'm day... I'm main attraction. If LeBron walks away, we saw what happened to the, the Cleveland economy when it's he left dead. the first time. It's dead. Dead. They need him there. That's why I don't think he leaves. Like, I just don't see it. I could be wrong, but I feel as though he's staying in Cleveland. I think it's deeper than basketball for him. Uh, yeah, I, I think he... I don't know. You I, on the fence? With him leaving? Yeah. I think... With these trades, actually, there's a higher chance of him staying now. Okay. But I believe he can go back to Miami. I don't see him going to Houston. Mm-hmm. I don't see him going to no San Antonio. Lakers, maybe. But that's a distant third to me. a pipe dream, I believe. Yeah. To me, that's a pipe dream. I don't see him 
going all the way over there and chasing that in that legacy. I don't. I, I wouldn't want to do that if I'm him. Hey, work and I don't want to go to the West. You still got to play all these Western Conference I'm teams. I'm staying in the East. Absolutely. This is light work. So but I think Miami's a more realistic option than the Lakers. Yeah, exactly. I got Miami number two. I got Cleveland number one. Mm-hmm. Miami number two. And low key on the lowest of keys. Okay. I think the Knicks are an option. Maybe on the lowest of keys. What's, but what's bigger than bringing Cleveland the championship? Break. <laughs> you know how I feel about the Knicks. Yeah. <laughs> he put up the post, King of New York. Yeah. He's planting them seeds. First time I went in the subway. But I feel like it might be a problem. I don't think he'll do it this summer because of the KP injury now. Uh, so because that happened, I think what he might do is sign one of those one plus one deals again in Cleveland and do one more year. So what's up with Justin? Can we get some reckless speculation real quick? Yeah. You, you know, you think the Moutier pickup was maybe to Blake and a LeBron pull up later? Any any <laughs> any tie-ins? Because I didn't understand what they were bringing him for. Like, Listen. <laughs> what's the point of Emmanuel Moutier? Moutier is not the answer. <laughs> Come on, son. Moutier. <laughs> what about the French color, bro? No. <laughs> oh, that draft pick and that Yo. trade got me moody. <sighs> Terrible. Uh-uh. I had Nick fans really trying to tell me that the French crawler, aka Frankie <laughs> Pastries, was really gonna do some things out here. Yo, Lefemme, Nikita, bum. Like, he's not doing bum. That. I'm calling it. I'm saying it. Bum. bum. You, you want to give me? They want to throw at me. He has a nice defensive two identity. Two steals a game. He gave me two steals a game. <laughs> he had six steals one night. <laughs> Listen. Jared Jack is starting over him, all Jared right? Jared Scrub-Ass Jack. Jared Scrub-Ass Jack, who I got beef with in the club in Miami, actually. <laughs> a couple years ago, me and my brother out there in South Beach no way. got beef with Jared Jack and in Jared the club. Jared Jack? In the VIP, yeah. Yeah, I wish we had time. I wanted that story. We're going to have to talk story, about that off the Word up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's just like, but you know what? LeBron in New York, maybe. What about Brooklyn? Is Brooklyn, Brooklyn got a nice little team, low-key? They play hard. I like Brooklyn, but this... To me, that's like going to Brooklyn is kind of like going, going to, to the, the Clippers. Oh, okay. I feel. Oh, going to the Mets. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, like that. So I think LeBron is too big okay. for that. Because Jay-Z don't really don't have a partner it's no more. Cool. If he had a partner still, I would say maybe the Rock Nation connect, but... Nah. Only person I see low key at Barclays now and again is Tata. Like that, the days of Jay and them pulling up. That's dead. That's Lopez. dead. Exactly. But to the trading deadline. Yeah. Is there a team that you saw that that's in contention that didn't make a move that you felt like they really should have made a move? Oh yeah, well we talked about the Bucks. Right. Um, I feel like another disappointing team is the Wizards. Mm. They didn't make a move. I mean, okay. I still don't have no faith in the Wizards. I, I'll tell you right now, no faith in the Wizards. I never did. I like Will. Like I like. Uh, excuse me. Like Wall. Like Bill. They got some tension going on yeah. over there. A lot of players talking behind his back, but. They didn't get better. Otto Porter Jr. is your third option. It's not cutting it. Shout out to the Nets for their sabotage. <laughs> Offering them that max restricted deal. That oh. Everybody in their grandmother knew Otto Porter was not worth $100 million. Come on. We knew. Come on. Shout out to that. That's straight up sabotage. Yeah, it is. But the team, I agree with you with the Wizards because I feel like now they position themselves to be a nice team to look at that's going to get beat in the second round or maybe give you seven games in the first round mm. and might sneak in the conference final maybe at some point or the I other. I don't see it. I felt like they were on a, the, the cusp of being something really special. And now I feel like the infighting, the poor management, yep. and, and Scott Brooks is not that guy if you're going to talk about coaching. They're just a regular team now, you know what I'm saying, with, with high-end talent. Very mediocre. The team, that's a dangerous word. You know how you upset people <laughs> yeah. with that. <laughs> but it is what it is. That I do. Um, the team that disappointed me the most is the Boston Celtics. 
Mm. And we see now with the Cleveland pickup. I don't want to knee jerk react, but you can't Yo get boys. Smoke. Yeah, you can't get smoked like that. Right off the trading deadline, see what Cleveland. That was Boston's time to step on them. Actually, got spanked, spanked, spanked. And I've been preaching and yelling to everyone I talk to the Celtics about. They need another wing. They need yes. another wing. They need another wing. You didn't add another wing. You didn't even go get Ty. All them picks you got, you couldn't get Tyreek Evans. Marco Bellinelli was was lingering. You you let him go to Philly. Do you think this team is good enough? This team is not good enough. No. They're going to get spanked. I picked them on a hunch, but my respect is still due to LeBron. Like, I'm not going to front. If they were to beat LeBron with any squad, I'd still be legitimately surprised. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But it's like, if you see LeBron there and is wavering, push him off the deck. They were, Cavs are very vulnerable. They're vulnerable. All season. This, this guy hit the rookie wall, Jason Tatum. You know, number seven, I forget his name right now. Uh, what is his name again on, on the Celtics? Who? Brown. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Yeah. He hit the wall as well. Because to me, he came out firing. Yeah. And then it's just like, he looks kind of like regular. They half-court offense is putrid. Yeah. They pace is putrid. Kyrie Irving, we already know. They're bottom five in the league in offense. Offensive efficiency, bottom five. I think they're number 25. I don't even see any like off-ball movement. It just seems as though, all right, Rosier bring the ball up. Kyrie stays in the corner. He'll flash out to the elbow, get a little catch, do his little thing, whatever. Yeah, man, uh, Al Horford, the most useless max player in NBA history. Listen, bruh. He gets seven assists. He's worth the contract. Bruh, no subs. <laughs> you know how I ruffle a lot of fellas when yes. I say he's overrated all the time. He's not a $100 million player. Bruh, let me tell you, man. That's that's the reason right there why the Celtics won't go any further. Because their center spot in the middle, they still Terry Cloth soft mm-hmm. in the middle. It's the Aaron Baines. You look, it looked like Aaron Baines. They brought Greg Monroe in. It Greg looks like Monroe? He hasn't been in the gym. In fact, he look, I was they, watching him and I'm like, yo, this dude got chopped. That's, they're not the answer. No. They might not even get past Toronto. Toronto yeah. got some big boys down there. Ibaka, Valdachunas. True. They got some big boys and there. When they, and when it gets late early for certain teams and them elbows start flying, can you yeah. deal with that? You got Al Horford. Morris can't be your only real goon in the paint. Markeith. Uh, Mar- Mark- I think it's Marcus. Whatever. Whatever. They look the same. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Listen, did Terry Claw soft in okay. the middle? And Al Horford missed a 41st in rebounding. Mm-hmm. You know, seven rebounds a night, 13 points. That's your number two option? Yeah. You can't fully trust Jason Tatum in the playoffs. No. He's a rookie. I like him right now, but he's hitting that rookie role a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. He's slowing down. Jalen Brown, I love Jalen Brown, but he's not a go-to scorer. No. He's a role player. Exactly. He's is. a role player. Marcus Smart, not a go-to guy. Another role player. Another role player. Who else we got? Uh, Rosier. Nice. But a role player. Yes. In the playoffs, you know those you know those boys start those shaking in their boots. Those guys do not travel well in the playoffs. Exactly. Those shots are going to be short or they're going to be long. There's not going to be no confidence behind them. A part of me is like, do they are they holding that hope that Gordon Hayward is going to come back to save the day? It's like because I'm still. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm starting to see a little more articles talking about him coming back. Nah, I'm, see, oh, I'm seeing a, a lot of those. Yeah, a little article there. I'm like, seeing a lot of those. They trying to have this dude come back. Yep. I think that's a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. To come back this season is a bad idea. Breaks are are the best case scenario with injuries as opposed to ligament damage. But that kind of break, let him sit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You should have just got Tyreek Evans, Joe Johnson, somebody. How you let Rodney Hood go to Cleveland before you got him? You could have got Jordan Clarkson. Oh, you didn't want to take all the money. Look what Rodney Hood went for. A pick. Bro, he he went for a bag of Jay Crowder and Derrick Rose, who they waived. Salary dump. Who's for the minimum? They could have got Rodney Hood. They gave up one of those picks. 
I don't understand that, bro. You you had uh, Miritich who just left the Bulls. Why you ain't getting no Miritich? Miritich you need helped. another scorer. That's the only way you're gonna do any damage. Yo, give me. I love Kyrie Irving. I believe in his abilities, but it, you still need parts to beat LeBron James. It can't just you. You are not enough to beat LeBron. Facts Ima- are the facts. Imagine this. What if they made a trade to get DeAndre Jordan at I the deadline? I wouldn't mad at that either. A real big. A real a big. A real pick and roll Where they partner. can play all those wings that they do have. Absolutely. And have them spread out the floor one big in And there. in the Eastern Conference, he'd have been feasting. Killing. And the only thing he has to worry about is drumming in the East. That's yeah. the only big man you got to worry about. Yeah. Nobody else. And him and Drummond, they have nice matchups. It's not exactly. like Drummond dominates or he dominates. Exactly. It's a nice little battle. Those two big boys dominating in the middle. Yeah. IT going to LA. Mm. A lot of back and forth. As a Laker fan, I'm not mad at the deal. Strangely enough, a lot of the Laker fans that I know, I'm in a minority and not being mad at the deal. What? People are mad about Clarkson going. People are mad about Nance going. And I'm like, rational job is like, bro, we wasn't winning with them. Yeah. Irrational job is saying we, we were going on a nice little stretch. But at the end of the day, business is business. Mm-hmm. We had to get that contract off the books. You can't be mad at Magic Johnson when it was Bus Chack who brought in those. You gave Jordan Clarkson $51 million. Jordan, I like Jordan for 51 mil. Come on, Ouch. knock it off. Yeah. You gave Mozgov 15 million, you have to package D'Angelo. Nobody wants that. For us to be really a threat in a, in a buyer's market this coming summer where there's not many teams with money, yeah. contracts have to come off the books. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that when Magic pulled up to the Lakers and he made his draft picks, he decided that Kuzma, Lonzo, B.I. is better than D'Angelo, J.C., and Jordan Randall. So if he's going to make any moves, it's going to involve the latter three. So I, I don't I don't mind it. And I think I don't see how the way they play the game will stifle any kind of Lonzo ball movement. So I don't I don't understand what the problem is. I don't understand the problem either. I mean, you all made you made some great points right there. I hundred percent agree with you. And what I call it is that that was just collateral damage. So yeah. The the big picture, the main picture was getting the salary cap space, as Absolutely. you talked about. That was the main thing. And to me, I think it was a great trade for the Lakers. Clarkson. Yeah, he's expendable. He yeah. could go. Clawson could go because you're getting a redundant play in Isaiah you Thomas. You have KCP, who's a redundant player on the roster. Exactly. Larry Jr. I do like. I would rather Randall go right. over him. Right. But yes. you can't give up. Sometimes scared money doesn't make money, as Absolutely. you call it. So sometimes you got to take risks. Sometimes you got to let people go, and that's all good because mm-hmm. you have to get Clawson off. Listen, the key, Isaiah Thomas, you might be able to resign. I know he might. He, they, they might. I'm um, excuse me. Isaiah Thomas might not be in the future plans with Magic and the Lakers, but you might be able to get a 20-something points per game scorer when he does get healthy. Right. You butter him up a little bit. You give him a one-year back. You give him. A, you give him a nice JJ Redick style 20-year up uh, 20 years. Excuse me, 20 mil contract for a year. Hold that down. You have some more seats if you're able to get one max free agent this summer. Say, right. for instance, you only get Paul George because right. I think Paul George is gone. He's fronting. He's coming to L.A., bro. He's coming to L.A. I, I'm willing to be wrong about that, but I just don't see how he doesn't come. Did you, did you turn over? Are you a Paul George fan? No, you're still sleeping on my man. I think the situation, smooth, baby. The situation in L.A. is better suited for Paul don't George sleep. than it was a year ago. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> don't sleep. Facts. Paul George is a stud. Put it this way. Telling you, man. My issue with PG is that you know how you have LeBron. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could give, you could tell him, figure it out. Yeah. Paul George needs parts around him. Yeah. Everybody does, though. Absolutely. Other than LeBron, everyone I needs want a Paul George to come in a situation where we didn't have to give up the world to get him. I want him to come and be cushy. But who you got to give up, though? Nobody now. Oh, okay. I'm Before about to say, then, you don't have like to give up. Trading anymore. Ingram and this guy. And that. Nah, I want him to be with Ingram and oh, okay. Bulls and all of them. 
pull up. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it might be a little problem, though. What's that? One of those boys got to sit down. More than likely. Who Who's going to sit down? Who's going to come off the I bench? I think Kuz is the better bench. His game is, is, is six-man level. Like, that's his game to me. Is he cool with that? I don't know. He's a He's a rookie. You know what I'm Mag- I think Magic is one of the few people who can talk him into that. Just how he talked IT into coming off the bench right now to so, calm down. So let me throw this at you. You don't think it's a situation with the way they want to play ball that they all can't start? Let Kuz be the stretch for the ball's going to move. We know that. With PG as a two? Yeah. I don't like PG as a two, but you, he definitely can play You think he two. flourishes better as a three? I do like him as a three because okay. I would like to get another shooter out there with the mm. two. You know what? With the way you're building the team, if you, if you do keep IT, right? Hypothetically speaking, and you get Paul George, I you can hide it with a six six Lonzo, yes. a six eight PG, six nine BI. Why are people acting like Lonzo's not six six? I don't he know. can guard a two guard. Lonzo's played better defense than advertised when he's been healthy. He's been a really good perimeter defender. Yeah, the only people you can't really guard are like James Harden, they, Demar nobody, Derozan, but nobody, nobody can guard. Exactly, <laughs> you know exactly. What I mean? So other than that, there's only about a good. Five really top flight shooting guards right. in the league. Three to five. I don't even know if there's five. There might so be indeed. three to five. So Lonzo can play the two and he can guard him. And IT can play big minutes there. He can still get his 20 points, get your little so shot. Indeed. They can hide you on the defense. They, the Lakers play up tempo. They'll get open looks, you know. Luke is going to be gone next year. Ah, <laughs> We're going to get Fizz in there. I, you know what? We're going to get Fizz in Full there. Or my man Chauncey, something like that. I love Luke. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if they telling me it's Fizzdale, I'm not going to be mad at Fizz, that. Fizz, we in I there. I feel like Fizz got that big homie vibe. Like, you, he could sit down, he could draw some X's and O's, yeah. and he could talk to you about your lady problems. Yeah. He could have a drink at the bar with you. He's like a leader of somebody, men. somebody, a leader of men. Yeah. That's, exactly. That is your keynote. You know, shout out to you know, that's his line. You, you know? know, you gotta, you gotta you have know? a leader of men. But I'm, I'm in line with you. I don't even think that it's a two player move for the Lakers in the summer. I think that they I don't think they take IT they want to at least have a slight eye towards next season because they already put it out there that we're looking at 2019 as mm-hmm. well and to me I think IT's going to go out there and realize that nobody's really trying to pay him what he's looking for yeah. and they'll come back to LA and be like 24 million for a year okay you know I, even oop. even 15 million a year yeah. if I'm him I'm taking it if I can't get it anywhere else you, I can go to a bum team true indeed but he I could go to LA. Charlotte Mm-hmm. You know, I could go to a team like that. Maybe Philly. I think he stays. I, I, Laker fans don't want to hear it. A lot of them don't want to hear I it. But think I think IT's going to be here for the rest of the season and next I don't see a situation where he's not a Laker next year. But mm-hmm. I'll put that out there. I could see where he's not a Laker. Okay. It, only if, like, LeBron comes over. Right. Well, if LeBron the, comes yeah, over, out IT's out of there. Yeah. I'm moving in a situation where I don't see LeBron. I, I never okay. believed that. I believe right. that that was another created narrative. <laughs> I just For me, like, I'm such a conspiracy theorist okay. now with the media. It's like... Now that the new TV money came in and they have to find a way to make sure this money makes sense, yeah. all of these storylines have to be constantly thrown That's in true. our face. You know what I'm saying? LeBron going it's to working. LA, it is. We talking about it right now, right? Yep. That's true. <laughs> From the time last season ended, they already started LeBron to LA, LeBron to LA, PG yeah. to LA, clicks, clicks, clicks. I swear sometimes I'm on Bleacher Report and they'll <laughs> just put Lakers because they know somebody's going to click on them. Yeah. And when you read the article, it has nothing to do with the Lakers per se. It's a team that's interested. You know what That's I'm saying? True. But beyond that, the trading deadline, with, with the exception of the flurry of Cavaliers' moves, I don't feel like nothing groundbreaking happened. You know, I think LeBron and company made a great move. I think the Lakers might have made a decent. They, they got free with contracts, but I don't think that the trades was that important. I think that the young guys get Alonzo healthy, more Kuz, more Bi, maybe Randall buying himself some more time in LA, but I'm not sure. You coming around on Lan- on Randall. I, yo. I know that you facts, and Baylor's coming around on Randall. As the facts change, I like. so do my opinions. I like. You know what I'm saying? 
he just needs to stop turning the ball over as much. <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah. And, I, and I'll be, I think he could be a small ball five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, let's take it to the stretch run. We're looking at the, uh, the all-star game situation, right? We know a lot of the Star Wars to this. Steph Curry's dead. LeBron James is dead. KD is dead. Mm-hmm. But then we're looking at the voting and a guy like 31, 10, and 10 or something along them lines, triple-double MVP can't get voted in, Justin. Yo. You know? We came from, we both grew up in an era where superstars are pretty much defined. The All-Star 5 for the most part is usually the same during our adolescence with a, with a few exceptions. Yeah. What's going on now? Is it that guys are really superstars or are they perceived superstars and they're really just stars? Is Russell Westbrook a superstar? Can he's one, he's one of the few tricky ones. Okay. He's the one that's on the cusp. Even with the triple-double MVP on the cusp? Actually, he I, is a superstar. You. I just, just want to like pick. Actually, no, he is a superstar. Wait, do you have him as a superstar? I don't know anymore. You know, I thought I, he was. No, actually, he's a superstar. Nah, Russ, Russ is a superstar. Superstar. I, right. I give him that. He is Harden is a superstar. I mm-hmm. give it to them. KD, as we know, LeBron, as we know, Kawhi. Nah, fringe. Nah, he's he, right. He's fringe. He's forgettable cusp. to me. You know what I'm because saying? Because you know why? Because he's not box office. Right. He's not marketable. And that's what I'm thinking when I think superstar. Like, is he that's must a fact see? That's being a superstar. Right. You got to be box office. So, like, the all-star votes then. Like, being that a guy like Westbrook didn't even crack the top five for the Western Conference per se. Isn't that something to look at in terms of his his draw, marketability with the fans? Yeah. Or is it just that people are fickle? I mean, we all know the all-star game is a popularity contest right. at the end of the day. True. But... I think people like Russ, but I think sometimes Russ wrong, uh, rubs people the wrong way. Uh, Probably the media, I would say. A lot of these votes come from the media true, and people who true. are associated with people in the media. True. So it's a lot of politics. Like, sometimes, I'm not going to lie, as much as I love the NBA, I don't even vote on the All-Star game half of the time. Do you do it? Not in the past two or three years. Yo, I really did. I was going to at one point. I keep it a At one point, you know I saying? did, though, when I was, uh, like, a few years ago, but... This year, I think I did it because it was a retweet or something like mm-hmm. that. But before, when you had to go to NBA.com and go do yeah, the Yeah, I filled ballots when I was, <laughs> like, I was young. I think, yeah. I think, I think I, until my like, mid to late 20s, I would yeah. fill out the ballot. And then yeah. I just stopped. So you got to remember who's doing the voting also. Yeah. Is is mostly younger kids and, and stuff like that. And kids love Westbrook dunks? They don't love Westbrook's attitude. Uh, they love Westbrook's dunk. They don't love his ferocity. They don't love his aggressiveness. Okay. They don't love his... Distaste mm. for interviews in the media. They look at him like, oh damn, he got an attitude. But you they know, like how he dresses. True, a lot of swag. Yeah. You know what made me think about this topic was I was listening to LA radio and they was talking about guys who are being called superstars and they're really just stars. You know, and the conversation was sparked up because they were trying to decide if Paul George was a superstar or a star. I, you know, I think He's Paul cussed. George is on the cusp. He has the game. And the appeal and the look. Yeah. But I, but again, we he's out here. KD got all the votes in OKC, and my man PG can't get votes going in. He got a whole shoe deal, and he got his own signature shoe. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, who are really? Uh, do, is is an NBA really lacking superstars? Are they really like four or five guys that you could like bank on? Well, let's keep it a stack. Okay. Draymond is not a superstar. No. But he's an all-star game. Cache. 10, 7, and 7. Who else has those numbers? Lonzo Ball. Yo Who's Ball. a bust if you let people talk about Who's it? Who's a bust? So Lonzo is an all-star game if you Wait. ask me. You got you got Draymond in an all-star Facts. game. 10, 7. Is, you got Draymond. You got Al Horford. Mm-hmm. You got Drogic in an mm-hmm. all-star game. Come on. Give me a break. A lot of injuries, though. You know, a lot of injuries, you know. yeah. But Draymond got in. 
when he shouldn't have. But Either Draymond or Clay, one of those dudes should have sat down. And there's but. no, you know what? I'm not a Westbrook guy, but in no way, shape, or form should a uh, Draymond Green have more votes than Russell Westbrook. Yeah, is it, is it Kyle Lowry starting? Oh no, not Lowry. DeRozan. I believe. I feel like that was a situation where like the East is lacking names. So like, okay, yeah. Oh, on the West side. Yeah. Well, the two guards was Harden and Curry, so it would have been hard for him to start if they're going by position wise. So you saying the people believe that James Harden is a bigger deal than Russell Westbrook in terms of cachet, marketability, likability? Is it just the beard? Well, this year because now this year everyone's a CP3 fan. True. Everyone's a Rocket fan because now all of a sudden now. True. Three months, four months into the season, when we all knew the Rockets, well, basketball people, real basketball people, mm-hmm. knew the Rockets were going to be good. The, narr- the narrative wasn't was that they didn't have enough. Right, they were just also ran. They weren't looked at as a threat yet. Exactly. Okay. But now that they looked at it as a threat, he got a little bit more popularity. They're playing good. He had that sixty point triple double. Mm-hmm, he was mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I like to be it a little bit more now. Well, and you know they love Steph Curry. Oh yeah, come that, on, that light skin shooter, bro. You know I don't care what people say. Y'all can, y'all can say I, I talk too much race. But it's something to be said about a dude who's not the most athletic, super light skin shooting threes that gravitates to the whiter side of the fence. Because when we were growing up, the white boy on the court was the shooter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? But I'll say this. I think now more than ever before, as LeBron James gets into that final phase of his career, I think the league is in good shape with guys coming up. You know what I mean? I think Ben Simmons is on the horizon. Yeah. Your man Giannis is he's damn near right Yo, there. He is. Uh, Embiid, Super. right? And he's going to be very... He's a colorful guy as it is. The market is going to be there. Yeah. Cat is there. Lonzo, as much as people hate him, polarizing. He's going to be cool. I think the league now, we're getting back. I think a boom period is approaching. Maybe yeah. I'm jumping out the gun. You but think I, Donovan Mitchell be a star? Hell yeah, you see what he's doing? But I mean, he's gameplay, but is he marketable? Box um, office. He's not a, you know what it is? Because this matters. He's not a bad looking guy. But his city is going to hinder him. Mm, Utah. Utah is, I feel like as the, the further away we've gotten from Stockton and Malone, the less people care about Utah <laughs> on the sports front. No it is no shade, Utah, but yeah. it is what it is. Karolinko. Yeah. Darren Williams. They tried Mehmet so Okor was there. They tried, <laughs> but we knew. We knew. Yeah, if he was in Denver, he might have a better chance. You know what I'm saying? Good. Or if they find a way to say, you know what, maybe he smartens up and leaves. So he got to get but out of But he has the game of someone who's going to be important okay. for this league. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I like where the league is going, but you got to be some changes, bro. Like, certain guys who are putting in pain in the league, they need to be better positioned. Yeah. You know? I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know. Maybe the way the game is being produced is so LeBron-centric right now. Maybe you need to start putting in more time with a guy like Westbrook, positioning more, more, more. You got to stop matches. riding LeBron, though, in the media. You yeah. can't talk about him. They literally talk about LeBron James every, day. every single day. Every day. Like, 82 games, 82 regular season games, they dissect every single game. And then if you get tired and say, well, we're not supposed to talk about it? I'm not saying you're not supposed to talk about it. Every game? You know this. Even if we, we're at work, but we, we, we have social media. Yeah. So when they'll post a clip, let's say first take as, as the primary culprit. One minute, it, one day it'll be Cavs in trouble. Next day, LeBron not a leader. The next day, Cavs looking great. Yep. The next day, Cavs back in trouble. Locker room meeting. It's like, oh my God. It's, it's, it's like 30 locker room meetings happening all over the league. Can we focus on the fact that OKC's been kind of like shaky against bad teams and beat all the good teams? We can't, we can't get a week of that? You can't get a week of how Paul George is having one of the best seasons of his career. Low key. Low key. He, he violated last week. You can't week. talk about Houston's resurgence Resurgence. Right the, the, the rightful MVP got robbed twice. Harden having another transcend. If you look at James Harden's numbers, like since, he's, like since he's been in Houston, but the last three years, who's done this? 
machine, machine-like. And they, they say Westbrook, oh, triple-double. He averaged 29, 12, and 8. Ridiculous. It got robbed of an MVP. Even when Steph got it, he who, got robbed of an MVP. He did. Who did you have in my crossover segment that was uh, James Harden versus uh, Clyde Drexler? I had James Harden. Oh, okay, yeah, me too. James Harden's yep. game is poetry, bro. When you watch him play, that is poetry. He's one of the best offensive forces I've ever seen as Why a Why are we not getting that... I feel like we should put on Sports Center, and somebody needs to have the hot take. He's the best, one of the best players, or the best player in the league. Somebody needs to jump out the window, or maybe he needs to say it. I've been one of the best in the league, and I'm not getting my respect. You know, with the old man game, is they used, to, old man they used to call him old man game. To this day, I'm mad at OKC for letting him go. Oh, if my. you keep the big Ibaka over him, Ibaka, he's not even on the team anymore. They had the trio. And then they gave Steven Adams $100 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, man. If y'all can see my face right now, I'm disgusted. Because if KD and Harden stay together, they'll be championships in OKC. Because they games to me always compliment That's each other. That's an organic super team. Yes. You could have kept the Baca, you trade Westbrook, championship. But, you know, that's one man's opinion. We got to bring it to a close right here. Justin, you know, we, we, we went in. I feel like we covered everything we needed to cover. Definitely but for did. those who are new to the show, could you please... Identify yourself to the world. Let know where they can find your social media when your show is available for everyone, etc. Yes, sir. You can find me on Twitter and IG at JustBlaze underscore 513. That's J-U-S-B-L-A-Z-E underscore 513. Make sure you go check out Above the Rim on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all of that good stuff. Go subscribe. Yes, sir. Jarv, you coming on this soon. Yeah. I'm going to have you locked down because I got some more people on the way, but you're going to be on, of course. You know we got to go to the playoff time. I'm just waiting for the playoff time. You know you got like a permanent, like every other week, going to be up on this. I'm in there. Shout out to Damo, by the way, (laughs) bro. So Damo got to come back on You know, I I, I miss a little back (laughs) and forth. I know know he feeling good about OKC. We ain't really getting the chop it up. Big shout out to Damo. We got to do a round table, man. Absolutely. Got to do a round table. Um, the league office, man. Yes, sir. This is what we do. Appreciate you for having me, my man. Absolutely, hands down. I already told you. Certain conversations involving the NBA happen. Justin's coming on, my man. You know what I mean? Appreciate that. As the saying goes, whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo! Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>